Hey everybody, welcome to Public Access America's Just the Tip. For even more accessible posts, try using plain language, avoid complex phrases, or slang. This tip could help people who are non-native English speakers, those who experience low literacy, and those who have a cognitive disability that impacts comprehension. Thanks for listening. To learn more about writing plain language, go ahead and visit plainlanguage.gov. That one I liked. Thank you for listening to Public Access America. Share your tips at publicaccessamerica at gmail.com. That was my tip. What's yours? Thanks for being here. This is cool. It's time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. conscience. Because that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority, creative minority, creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. forget to pause i go right into another sentence and it's fucking killer in the editing process <laughs> i had this thought okay so there's multiple gender uh, dimensions right and maybe one of them is heaven maybe one of them is hell maybe one of them is a place where ketchup rains from the skies right what i was thinking though is that maybe when we die it's a transition to that dimension right but even greater children that die or fetuses that were aborted they immediately go there they grow up in that dimension that's their dimension you know what i mean like it's not death it's still a transition that's a weird weird sort of thing but all my other stuff is kind of political (laughs) for a second you know for a second when you were talking about ketchup raining from the sky you know uh, i was like oh god that just sounds horrible and wrong oh yeah gross Ketchup yeah. is gross. <laughs> just imagine walking outside and just getting covered in ketchup. I you, I love ew, ew. I love the idea of all of these different dimensions and all of these different uh, places that c- we can travel. I think that there's to give somebody peace after our last conversation to be like, you know, it's not death. Maybe it's just moving to somewhere else. Don't know. That's, Don't know. You know, how are we to know that it's not, you know, the transfer of consciousness from one end of the universe to the other? Even. That's right. And you stay within the same plane. It's just that your consciousness travels to another location. It's hard mm. to say. I love that. That's it's I love it. It's 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 a really interesting idea that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's maybe it's not that you're moving into another dimension. Maybe it's just that you're literally you know being beamed at the speed of light to the opposite end of the universe where, you know, Life right. 2.0 happens. I mean, we just we don't know. Uh, it's we don't know. You know. 
it, there's there's so many or you know for example ghosts maybe ghosts are places where interdimensional vibrations allow us to cross planes and we see images from the past and, in ways that you know we didn't think possible or you know and in, in intelligent signs from the past yeah, yeah. that allow us to allow allow uh, that other dimension to interact with ours or maybe it's all you know hokey bullshit and you know we end up you know being eaten coming out of worm's ass at the end of it i don't know i don't know yeah when i think of ghosts i think the shit's gonna happen whether i call it a ghost or a specter or a poltergeist like mm-hmm. it's still scary as shit you know but i was watching one of those shows and the lady was like yeah i saw a shadow person but then their their suit malfunctioned and i saw who was under it and it was us and i was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> i know him he's me Right. It, it was the future. It was the future person coming back. And I was just like, that's just crazy. So apparently these shadow people are just tourists from the future. You don't need to be scared of them. You know? Man, I, I could have all the places that I would want to be a tourist in. The past is not one of them. Yeah, oh, no. Yikes. No. Which brings me to time dilation. We can catch up on this one too, because time dilation is really awesome. If you're on the earth, time moves at a certain speed, but if you go up into the atmosphere, time slows down. So you can go up in the air and the the earth will go by faster and you can go backwards in time, forward in time. I'm confused because I'm wondering if you then burrow into the earth as far down as you could, would time move even faster? You know what I mean? Uh, Your convalescence would, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. That's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I love I love this this stuff. Who is it? Um Bigelow? Bigelow. Bigelow Industries. Bigelow Aerospace. Bob Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. Thank you. Robert Bigelow says that aliens are right under our nose. And it doesn't matter if people believe him because he knows what he knows. And it made me think to something. White people are the aliens. Brown people are the natural inhabitants of Earth, and that's why we hate them so much. That's why we're fighting them, because we know it's naturally theirs. And we are the aliens that are right under our noses. Because what else is under my nose except my penis, Jeffrey? Penises are aliens. Penises are aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Penises are alien technology that we've developed over time. Take that, cancel culture. (laughs) You know, uh, I, I, I... I know. I'm just I, trying to speak through my rhetoric to get to some good stuff. I just love the idea that you know, <laughs> I, like you said, I like I like Stephen Hawking ex, uh, a Stephen Hawking explanation on alien life. If alien if alien life really existed, and we had it, then it would be the one thing that our government slash any government has done a better job of keeping secret than mm-hmm. anything else they've ever kept secret. Yeah. Because Ronald Reagan, desperate to know. Bill Clinton, angry that he was being like denied. Barack Obama, he released 18 million pages of CIA information about this. Every president has wanted to know. In fact, they even asked Donald Trump whether aliens existed. And he actually slid off on the subject. I couldn't believe he didn't say yes just to get, you know, coverage over something, you know? Right. So, so if there was, they would tell us, or we would know already, yeah. right? 
it's not to say that alien life doesn't exist, but the idea that intelligent life has visited us is, is a lot more difficult to oh, say. Oh, alien that. life exists for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the realistic, realistic expectation is, is that all it takes is, you know, a few microbes as a hitchhiker on an asteroid and voila, mm-hmm. you have alien life here on the planet. That's not, that's not a difficult concept to understand. Right. But the idea that, you know, you've had intelligent life visiting us, you know, once again, possible sure likely Mm. no what's really cool is that pluto right the the planet we don't consider a planet on the outer edge of our universe spits out the building blocks for life in the form of these folins and the folins are actually concentrated on i think it's what is it uranus the planet right you know next to it like these folins are being distributed and all you need is a little water and a little microbe and boom you have a life form i'm always concentrated on uranus i bet you are (laughs) you are (laughs) um let's see oh i had a i had a joke you know jeffrey you're a lot like the right knee and i'm like like the left knee together we're just the weenies Mm -hmm. right and uh, public service announcement for this summer. If you're one of vi- if you want to visit one of our national parks, just remember when you're camping, you can't run past tents. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so Disney employees in uh, California, they're actually protesting. They're coming out. They're coming out. They're breaking their silence and they're coming out in protest of the "Don't Say Gay" law in Florida because Disney has had a horrible stance on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've talked about don't say gay, but I think it's important to promote the fact that Disney employees are doing this when they could lose their jobs over it, you know? So thank you. Thank you for spreading awareness about the issue. Yeah. I still don't know what's in the bill. I still don't know what's in the bill. You know, nobody wants to come on and talk and I don't want to talk. I I don't want to teach kids about sex, um, at at three years old, I guess maybe, uh, three third grade, third grade level. And I, that, that worries me because I think they have questions at third grade level. Well, and, and, uh, yeah. And so what it Jeffrey, boils down to is, yeah. is, is it's, do I think that there needs to be a curriculum in third grade? No, but the no. idea, but the idea that, you know, the idea that a teacher couldn't say, you know, if you're out in public with the kids, which, you know, it's very rare that this is the case. Well, why why are those two why are those two guys holding hands and kissing? Right. Okay. Moving on. Oh, okay. You know. Why do I have two moms? Why does my brother wear my skirts? You know, all things. You know, it's 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 kind of like the it it falls into that whole you know realm of you know critical race theory and you know Mm. the quote unquote gay agenda. Well, how about like this? everybody thinks that you know you're tr- you know you're trying to teach these kids shit like this you know at a young level and it's like critical race theory doesn't exist outside of a fucking law school <laughs> in you know oh my god nobody's yeah. teaching this shit in in high school like it's not a thing and and everybody is getting fucking outraged over something that is literally nothing unless you're going to fucking law school critical race theory is like putting the blur filter on a picture it's just one filter you can use to see an image through. It's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a methodology. It's it's not a methodology. Nope. It's not a, it's not a perspective. It's not a belief that nope. somebody can have. It's, it's just a filter. 
Like if I want to see something as racist, I put on a racist filter. If I want to see something as gender neutral, I put on a Debbie filter, you know, it's critical race theory is just that it's not, it's not more than that. And, and that's the other thing too, is, is that, you know, the, you know, all these people are sitting there thinking that these kids are being, you know, taught like, like hard, you know, like getting in-depth lessons on, on these things as third graders. And it's like, and mm-hmm. do you remember what sex ed was like when you were in fucking sixth grade? Yeah, an egg and some giggles. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Here, here's your egg. Keep it alive the whole time. <laughs> this so, is a penis. So does Ted Cruz have, like, wait, does, is Ted Cruz, does Ted Cruz only read children's books or does he believe that the constituents of America are producing people that can only understand children's books? Because from Dr. Seuss, Green Eggs and Ham, <laughs> to, to Mr. Potato Head, to Big Bird, to this making a racist baby thing, making a gay baby, I didn't listen, but I just, it uh. made me wonder, like, who is he playing to who who who, look well if ted cruz is from texas right half of texas needs to vote for ted cruz to make him a senator in texas i'm blaming texas does ted ted cruz is saying texas people are this stupid and i'm calling him out i'm calling him out texas are you that stupid or are you gonna elect somebody else well did you see what actually happened after he went on that fucking tirade I, I didn't see any. I he saw got a picture. Caught, and, he got caught looking himself up on his phone to see if right. people were actually, you know, going. Senator Cruz what? owns the libs. You know, like is that what it is? Like what the fuck is this? Is he trying to own the libs? But that's my thing. He's trying to own the libs, but in what way? Not in a realistic, factual way. Because he, if he says, Kajanji Brown Jackson, do you feel this way about this? people aren't going to understand her answer because it's, it's higher than their education level. So he brings in a children's book and asks her about this is that how whole... she feels about creating racist babies. And I just don't understand that. Like Marsha Blackburn, can you define what a woman is? What the fuck? Fuck you. That's not her job. And if she did, we wouldn't nominate her for the Supreme court because that's not an opinion she should have, you know? Well, and that's, and that's what it boils down to is, is that right now what you're seeing is the court of political theater. Like Mm -hmm. the anti-racist baby had nothing to do with, you know, with, with her, ability to understand and apply law it had nothing to do with her being asked questions or hypotheticals on on if you were to have a case regarding x it was nothing to do with her credentials her past her present her future it was all political theater so that way these guys could get some sound bites in while they run for their fucking midterm elections and be like, yeah, look at me. I totally own the libs. Meanwhile, everybody who actually is thinking at all is going, where the fuck did this come from? This makes absolutely no sense. This has z- almost nothing to do with what with uh, what we're supposed to be doing here today, which is, you know, judging the credentials and the decision decision making ability of somebody who is supposed to be a member of the Supreme Court. Like, I think I think conservatives would have had a lot more. Uh, 
they would have had a lot more oomph behind their message had, you know, they've been pointed and asked her things such as, what do you think about, you know, do you think that magazine, you know, uh, restrictions violate the constitution? Do you think uh, the restriction on whether or not civilians can have fully automatic weapons is a violation of the constitution? Do you think that asking for a background check is a violation of the constitution of the second amendment? Those are things that I honestly believe that conservatives could have scored actual real points on that actually have bearing in the current political climate. And Ted Cruz went with a fucking children's book because, you know, the day before he really had to not make himself look like a jackass after he sat in my hometown airport in Bozeman, Montana, and you know was a fucking dickhead to a couple of you know poor fucking you know customer service people at the airline airline check-in counter yeah because he was fucking late to his appointment and then pulls the do you know who i am so he right. then he gets to fucking sit there with a cop going yeah i know who you are and i don't give a shit because montanans really don't give a shit who the fuck you are we don't care plus everyone that knows ted cruz hates ted cruz so the only people left that he can get to hate him are people that don't know him yet so he walks around saying do you know who i am and so when people say no he can poke him in the eye and say i'm ted cruz bitch the idea that <laughs> the idea of ted cruz asking do you know who i am is like that's going to get him better treatment because right? of the fact that he's ted cruz i mean like, wasn't it lindsey graham that said if ted cruz was is was shot or stabbed on the senate floor there would be no witnesses <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want, to, I want to say that was pretty much it was what he said. And that's yeah. the thing is, is like this is fucking dumb. Like like there, you know, legitimately you could have a number of different, you know, like you could have literally had someone dig in and go, okay, so in a, in a governmental society where people are worried about, you know, their rights, the rights of trans kids, for example, do you think that a magazine ban is going to have a, a, an adverse effect on trans kids because their parents are literally not going to be able to defend them, uh, defend their family adequately from a government who is labeling their kids as uh abused by their parents like that question right there would literally completely fucking derail everybody because you'd have the the right going off on how trans kids are bad and guns are good and you'd have the left going off on you know trans kids good guns are bad and everybody missing the entire fucking point that it's all, you know, like the, the, the idea that the government should be deciding, you know, whether or not, you know, a, a kid who is, you know, actively working with parents and doctors uh, is being abused is, is, is a fucking mind fuck in and of itself. A mind fuck. And, and, and a, a Republican, Tom Cotton, saying that he would rather that interracial marriage and gay marriage was left up to the states and that he would be okay if the Supreme Court overturned this stuff. This is dangerous shit they're talking about. Like right? they just they just got rid of abortion. They're coming after gay marriage and interracial marriage, which That's 90% insane. of the country are in favor of, you right. know? Or, you know, my personal Or not opposed favorite, to. Not or opposed my personal to. favorite, the, you know marriage is what i would consider or what they have tried to define i'm going to use their own definition marriage is is a religious institution okay well if a religion decides that you know you know a black and a white person can be married or gay people can be married or trans people can be married or or any variation thereof then the government has absolutely no ability to define what a religion can or can't do so in that aspect the government should not have any ability to decide who can't be married other than are they 18 which case you know age of consent very important 
And also on top of that, the government really, I would argue, is they can only decide who they would consider a taxable entity, a taxable family entity, in which case all they could, you know, if they really wanted to get away from that and not make it a very political thing, they would just make everybody file solo. So the reality is that what you saw was political theater and it had Mm -hmm. next to nothing to do with any number of potential cases coming down the pipeline to the Supreme court. And it had nothing to do with, you know, how she would have to assess very difficult, complex processes that are going to foundationally shape so many things moving forward. And she's not a, she's not an originalist, but she does believe that she needs to start there. And so she reads the interpretation of, she reads the constitution for the words that it has in it. Mm -hmm. And then she goes from there on settled law to get to her decision. It's not, it's not a activist sort of view. I want to say something like, I don't have a problem with Amy Comey Barrett. I don't have a a problem with um, Garland. Is it? I have a problem with Garland is the attorney general right now. America. Yeah, I don't like him. There's a, you're but either either you're thinking of Gorsuch or Kavanaugh. Gorsuch, because I want to say I have a real problem with Kavanaugh. <laughs> you know, he is the reason that the court looks is, is hated the way it is that it has like a forty percent approval rating. Him and him <laughs> alone, because I can't get that image out of my head of him asking. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, if she likes a drink once in a while, <laughs> it's like I can't get past that. But I don't, I don't have a problem with Amy Comey Barrett being an originalist, and you know, I don't like. So, what do you think about fucking Clarence Thomas? Are we avoiding this or not? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> or Ginny, Ginny. <laughs> this is this is a tough one because Ginny. This is this is another one of those quote unquote Russian collusion things. Here's the mm. re- here's three out. Her actions start with her alone. And oh, yeah. your burden of proof has to be that there was some type of communication between her and her husband where he would have to say, hey, this is also my view. You should say this in order for it to tie back to him effectively. Oh. And the reality that you're going to get there is probably next to zero. Oh. So... Oh, I agree. I don't think That's, he'll be impeached. That's what oh, they're no. calling for. Oh, no. yeah, they're calling for that, and it's it's going to be another fucking failed effort is what it's going to be. But what it is going to be is chum in the water oh, for the God. sharks. Once people realize he's vulnerable, they will dox the fuck out of him, and he's a sex sex abuser. So The, the you know, water like, is just nothing but chum at this point. Well, I don't think people are going after Sotomayor. I don't think they're going after Kennedy. I don't think they're going after... Kajanji Brown Jackson once she gets there, which I believe I totally adore her. Like her smile is half of her face. <laughs> I don't see her being in any other position but a Supreme Court justice, you know? And I I just I don't I think people are gonna go after Kavanaugh and I think they're gonna go after uh Thomas. And I think they should. I think they should. I think there's plenty to dox them and, and feast on. So I think please. I think it's I think that there's always something to dox on on any political person. Mm-hmm. The reality of it being effective though, I mean we've seen time and time again, especially over the last five years, what that has looked like. And 
it has revealed next to nothing more than what most average people would assume is somebody was out for their own gain and yeah. did something stupid and got busted for it. And honestly, like it wouldn't surprise me if, if, you know, that's exactly what happened with Clarence Thomas's wife was she did and said something really fucking dumb and it doesn't tie back or they cannot make it tie back to Clarence Thomas at all. No, well, there's something I... about her, her talking to her best friend and mm -hmm. rumors that that's what they call themselves. Who cares? I mean, who cares? Honestly, who cares? He's going to sit there until he doesn't sit there anymore. And it's been 2000 years of being judged by sex perverts and abusers. So what the fuck? What's another fucking 10 years with Clarence Thomas? And that's the other thing dies? too, is, is that, you know, at that point, it's like, you know, if we're going to be voting on, on candidates based on their spouses, you know, are we really prepared to go down that route as well? Oh my you God. Know? We're talking about uh, KBJ's history in elementary school, dude, like thoughts that she had in grade school. <laughs> so we're, we can't talk about spouses now. I think spouses are totally on the table and I think Jenny is disgusting. Like I just, I think she's disgusting her stance. Maybe she was caught up in shit. But she she's an insider, and I I just think this is how it is. I oh, think I think I think is. I think in terms of in in terms of you know any type of investigation that way, yeah, uh -huh. you, you, they're going to have every right to investigate it. I mean, it's clear that she had communications with Mark Meadows. Like, there's, oh yeah, there's there's you know, and but did she financially support this stuff, or actively, or, or did or she actively did commit Thomas, violence, or did or did Clarence Thomas actively give any support behind it? You know, he voted, he dissented on one opinion. As far as I can tell, everybody's upset about one opinion where it didn't make a difference. Right. He was, he, if he was showing his loyalty, it was a pretty stupid and shitty way to do it. You know. Well, and that's, and that's just it is, is, is that that's why I'm saying like the whole, you know, vetting spouses, and, you know, as well as the candidate is just right. going to be, it, it's, it's a lot of extra work that nobody's actually going to do. And the because, kids, by the way, because all they're going to do is go, well, do a vote red or do a vote blue? And that's really that's right. all it boils down to is is that, you know, the spouse isn't the one that's, you know, running the Supreme Court, you know, isn't the one that's writing decisions. So the uh -oh, idea she's the one she's the one giving blowjobs for decisions. So so the idea that, you know, Clarence <laughs> Thomas they. would be impeached for Jenny act you know, Jenny Thomas acting like Jenny Thomas is yeah. that's that's it's it's really dumb. Well, I mean, she is who people... she is. Absolutely. And, and, like, and, you know, whatever. If a spouse, if a spouse doesn't go above the radar, if they stay under the radar and they're just a basic spouse, that's cool. If they get up and start high Hitlering in front of the Supreme Court, then we got to pay attention, right? Absolutely. She didn't do that. She didn't do that. <laughs> like, she right. didn't do that. But I'm saying there's a point where they come above water and you got to be like, um, Hey, stop. But then, <laughs> that, but, but, in, but then in that realm, you know, then the question becomes is can you impeach somebody based off the actions of their spouse? And my answer is going to oh, be absolutely no. no. There's no but way we did to do judge. It. We judged Judge Jackson on her husband, the surgeon, sitting behind her, crying over supporting her, right? That was so great. He's such a wonderful guy. Oh, absolutely. So I think. I think we are judging people that way. We do judge. And we, we we judged Biden on Hunter, and that's crazy because Biden wasn't a coke addict that traveled the world making money so he could put it up his nose. You know what I mean? Right. And he's and Biden that doesn't make Biden better or worse. You know, like Hunter lost a brother. 
Hunter had a tragic life. Hunter was going through his own shit. And if he needed drugs to numb himself until he figured out how to process that, good for you, Hunter. But we still judge him for it. It's yeah, you know, and this is and this is one of those things where as much as you hate to say it, like if there really is if there really is something there. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have to trust that the system is not going to give special treatment to anybody as it shouldn't. And this is where, you know, um, you know, perhaps yeah. things like appointing, um, for example, the the head of the DOJ is maybe not something that should be done, but that, you know, the people vote on, you know, for example. Because, I would love that. Because, because if something does come up with a president you know, my idea is, is that I don't want somebody who is appointed by the president to be like, yeah, I, I, I was appointed by this person and I investigated them and I've determined that they've done nothing wrong, you know, or worse. Hey, I'm, I'm the, I'm the DOJs from the opposing and I don't want to investigate them because I don't want to cause waves. Right. And that's just it is, is that I, I really do think that, you know, in, in a case like that, perhaps, you know, we need to be voting on who is the head of the Department of Justice. I really like that. Be, simply because, you know, if you're going to hold power accountable, power cannot be held accountable when it is appointing power. I, I have, I think I've always advocated for the DOJ being a fourth, um, fourth pillar of the government, you know, executive legislative, we need enforcement. You know, like we got to take it out of the hands of, of the president. He has gathered so much power, both sides, Mm -hmm. every time have gathered more and more power. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's getting to be an issue with these executive orders, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because then people are like Joe Biden, why don't you eliminate, um, student loans, 50,000, you can with executive order. And he's like, I don't want to like, you know, like that should be something decided by Congress. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I, I, we got to stop asking the president to trim our toenails for us and do it ourselves. Mm Yep. Man. So inflation's here, Jeffrey. And it's been here. And yeah, I know. And companies are battling inflation, not by um, losing a little bit of profit, but they're actually creating smaller products. Shrinkflation is what it's called. Shrink shrinkage shrinkage yeah like (laughs) yeah we're we're suffering from shrinkage so 20 pieces 20 squares of charmin toilet paper a year are taken off the roll right just to save five fewer doritos are actually put in a bag to save money gatorade went from 32 ounces to 28 ounce bottles in a new bottle design and it didn't lower the price. <laughs> like they're putting candy bars and variety packs a little smaller than if you bought them individually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, yeah, it's called shrink shrinkation. Did you shrink, have you shrinkflation? Yep. Shrinkflation. God damn. And spell check doesn't even consider that a word yet. Nope. But that's gross, isn't it? Good old They've shrinkage. done that forever, right? Oh, They've yeah, done yeah, that yeah. forever. I mean, if you've ever bought a Big Mac, you know that every time they put them on sale, that those patties get a little smaller. Yeah, right. And, and that's the thing is, is like there's the companies have found that there you know there's a a certain tolerance level to spending on a product, but uh-huh. that tolerance level changes when you change the size of the product. So it's really interesting and it's really annoying. 
Um, it's really gross in this time. I want to say like during normal times, you can try that because there's fair competition. Okay. But when there's supply chain shortages and uh, consume like products that are short and like with everything going on right now at coming out of the pandemic to price gouge and profits here like this. So mm-hmm. that you're, you're taking the shareholder side. I've always, I, I just think you should make shorter commercials that say, we're still here. We love you. Our prices are lower. Like that's how I think you should be handling a crisis. Not by saying we, we're going to take 20 less um, squares of toilet paper off the roll and charge you more. Like, this is just gross to me. And I want people to, I just wanted to bring it up so that people could look at their products and go, oh, fuck yeah, my nutty buddy's smaller. Well, you can always tell because the pro- the packaging is bigger for a little while until they redesign the packaging, but they always use the, the last packaging up with the new product. So you'll find a smaller product in a bigger package right. until they redesign. Well, and that's where, you know, everything is, you know, like, everything is going to be a a little bit different but like for example like you know we saw this with with meat for example where you know they would they did smaller packages of meat and they didn't rate Mm -hmm. you know but but you didn't have the same you know bulk pricing so you you kind of got this weird shrinkflation in that you know it didn't really change but it did change um, because you were getting less of it, but you were, you were still, you know, you were still being charged at the, you know, at the same rate. And so rather than, you know, you know, rather than buy one big package, you had to decide if, you know, the smaller package worked or if you had to buy two packages, for example. Right. Or um, bulk up to a Costco membership and right. pay less for a, you know, pay right. the- you know, you saw that you so you saw that with me, especially when when uh, you had suppliers that, you know, yeah. they had too many people sick and they were getting, you know, and they were out. Because um, we have two meat suppliers in America. Well, three. Let's let's not shortchange it. Okay, three. <laughs> Fucking bad. Um, but the reality was is that you know you have all these organizations that do this kind of stuff where they'll they they change up their packaging structure, like for example for i want to say it's like hot dog buns come in a pack of eight and hot dogs come in a pack of ten so you have to buy two packages of hot dogs and so you're constantly going back and forth between do i have enough hot dogs and do i have enough hot dog buns hot dogs are fucking disgusting but bratwurst on the other hand because like for me you know five brats in a package eight buns you know so i gotta buy two packages but then i gotta buy and then i gotta and it's just a balance or it's six buns right like because even brat buns come in sixes so it's or fours, awesome. but brats come in fives. I didn't even think about that. God so so it. it's it's really frustrating because you're constantly having to go back and forth between that concept of it's like these complementary goods. They're purposefully taking them and giving them weird numbers, so that way you're yeah. constantly having to go back and forth and buy it, rather than it's like yeah, I need I need twelve bratwurst for this party I'm throwing. Three of these and two of these. Boom, good to go. Boom, exactly. They could make it easier. They have no reason not to, you know, they could make our shopping experience better. I tell my friend all the time, there's, there's a movie, Mr. Mom, right? And Terry Gar is an executive that's coming up with a commercial for a tuna manufacturer. And they decide to use a simple background. And the guy says, we're the tuna. We're going to lower prices because times are tough and we'll raise prices back up when everything's better for everybody. That's it. That was the commercial. And I was like, I just, I just want somebody to do that. Just like Oreo, a five second commercial that says we're still here <laughs> you know? like, right. and then lower your price a dollar. Yeah. As much as I would love to see that, 
you won't. I would that. love to see that. I would be loyal to a company that helped me out in a time of crisis. Mm-hmm. I would pay slightly more for Oreos if they lowered the price during the pandemic so that we could all enjoy Oreos. Because again, everybody who knows what an Oreo is, we already know if we like them or not. They don't need to spend $50 million a year in advertising. Oh, man. They just don't. Sorry, I, I Budweiser. Remember... We already know if we like you, Budweiser. We, we, you don't. You don't need another commercial to tell me you're here with yet another product. You know. <laughs> All I know is, is that like I remember at one point you couldn't find Oreos on the shelves because everybody was stuck at home and decided, uh-huh. fuck it, Oreos it is. <laughs> right. And if they had just lowered the price a dollar, that would have been amazing. If they would have just put a commercial out that said, "Ah, oh, pandemic, that sucks. You're out of work." Have some cheaper Oreos on us, you know. <laughs> Would have been nice, but no. Instead, uh, yeah. But even even then, you just had everybody panic buying everything, and so that's true. You just you just ended up with people literally hoarding Oreos. My personal favorite during the pandemic was when they started limiting the sales of Hot Pockets. Oh wow! I was like, Hot Pockets, really? Mm. What am I going to make love to now? I'm all alone. Oh, God. Every thrust is a different temperature. What's that Jim Gaffigan joke? My favorite is the Hot Pocket with a Hot Pocket in it. <laughs> oh, good old Hot Pockets. Every every bite's a different temperature. Hot Pocket. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like if you follow the directions, then you know only part of this will be hot and the other part will be ice fucking cold still. And that those was... things got smaller too, by the way. Yeah, you know? I... I you, I miss the seventies for the unadulterated size of the products. Like they didn't try and they didn't try and limit it in any way. <laughs> so food has gotten smaller and smaller people. You don't realize that honeycombs you used to be able to fit one in your mouth because they were so big and they would gouge the fuck out of it. Every honeycomb was like the size of my thumb, you know, and now they're, they're small and tasty for kids. Ah, oh, come on, Devi. Really? No. No, no radical monotony. No radical. Anyway, no. So- it, it, I, I think it caused. <laughs> I think it caused Debbie enough of a stroke that they went back to bed. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I agree. So one in eight Texas mail-in ballots was rejected. By the way, in the first election under the new GOP rulings. Ooh, well, happy to get that out of my note. It's true. Voter suppression exists. Yep. Uh, let's see. It's not a big lie. Republicans just hate brown people. I'm, I'm, curi- I'm curious out of all of those rejected ballots, how many were GOP voters? I know. Me too. Me too. Because if you don't think seniors in Texas are Republicans, you're fucking crazy. And that's half of them. The other half are disabled people. Right. Also Republicans. You know, I had a for two weeks. It's been I, I tried to get away from this, but it's been on my mind. People are really upset, Jeffrey. And it's like, everybody's like, we're going to bring in a hundred thousand Ukrainians. And everybody's like, that's great. Can we get some of these Brown people in too? You know? <laughs> no. And I, and every, no, but everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course we, we need a more inclusive immigration process, but right now we're working on this. And those Brown people are like dying. And I don't understand. Cause I seem to be the only one literally in the country that cares about this. Like, even immigrants that I know are like, no, we need a secure border. I got here, but I don't want them getting in here. That's who I ran from, you know. <laughs> and you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, and we've talked about this ad nauseum. I know ad nauseum. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. You know, it was it's, part of the figuring out a way for people to come in and work and be able to keep track of them is yeah. the easy part. 
whether or not they should be citizens yeah that's a, that's a whole different discussion whether or not they even mm. want to be citizens i mean oftentimes that's where you're jumping to is is that they're just coming in here to stay and oftentimes that's really not the case they're coming in here to work and then they're going home right in which case, i just think there'd be a more equitable way of doing this by saying there's 130 planets there's 130 countries we're going to allow 5 million in a year divided by that you know and uh, that's our that's what we do and we just do it we just process people people are dying just as fast as immigrants are coming in it's not like we're overflowing the country honestly it's a i think, sieve, I, you think know? It, I think it should be i think it should be more tied to the number of job openings we have versus unemployment rate so like australia yeah so so like for like right now where it's something like we have I want to say it's like three or 4 million people out of work and 11 million job openings. That means we're, we've got a severe deficit of 7 million un, uh, unopened positions. Yeah. Because people have been dying, but we haven't been bringing people in to replace them. Kids don't do that for 18 years. You can have 200 million kids, but they're not going to be able to work for 18 years. We need people to fill in. <laughs> well, <laughs> Those and, are immigrants. <laughs> and, 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 and so for me, like it's, you know, maybe you don't, you don't, for example, you don't, uh, you allow us, 3.5 or 4 million immigrants into the country like there's a better way to do it but at uh -huh. the same time it's like you know you can the, the system is yeah. broken neither of them actually want to fix it they just love bitching about it and that's pretty yep. much where it's going to sit and and our friend holly cooper that brought us the story last week got into berkeley so congratulations to her hey that's good job freaking cool i love that all right so uh, eight House Republicans voted against suspending normal trade with Russia and Belarus. Wow, I love cleaning up this list, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Marjorie and... Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Bobert, Massey. Uh, oh, of course, Andy Biggs, and a whole bunch of them. Just they said things we're we're Russian them. sympathizers, and that made me that led me to. So here's the thing: there's a plan for white people to rule over brown people. Now in America, they wanted to do this, but then something happened. Donald Trump lost and, and the Republicans put it on the back burner, but yet some Republicans said, no, we're going for white domination and we're siding with Russia because they're white. They're not white. By the way, there is no white utopia on the planet. Russia is full of just as many minorities as the United States. You just don't hear about them because they're, they're dictators, a dick, you know? <laughs> right. And, and and I mean realistically too, it's like there's there's yeah. always the there's always this balance of you know what does the free market look like versus what does a restricted market look like, and you have uh -huh. to understand that money flowing to the government is weapons and ammo that is being sent to you know kill Ukrainian citizens, and so True. as much as as much as I you know I'm a free market person and I don't want to restrict trade with necessarily any nation at the same time too there comes a point where you have to restrict trade in certain situations because the damage that they're doing is unequivocal yep yep and it's 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 there it reached a point to where it wasn't going back to normal right. if if putin had just gone after donbass or or tried to get a land bridge to crimea we would have understood it but to bomb the fuck out of a country using cruise, what are those hypersonic missiles? Because you're only out of regular one. missiles. They only used one. Two, two. Oh, did they finally use a second one? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not a brilliant idea for them. Thanks for the data, Russia. 
But that's the thing is that they're running out of normal bombs. Like they only have so much artillery. And if they're running out of it, they got to use what they have. They're not because they can't buy more. They can't make more. So eventually they're going to go to chemical weapons because that's all they have left in their arsenal. You know, Ukraine is the only country that doesn't produce its own tanks that has somehow been in a war and managed to increase the number of (laughs) tanks that they have. Ukrainian farmers are about to become one of the world's superpowers. And, you know, if you want to talk about a Joe Biden gaffe, how about saying we will retaliate in kind to chemical weapons being used in Ukraine? What are you saying? You're going to use chemical weapons in Russia if they use them in Ukraine? Like, that guy's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Russia be over over there. uh, Putin really be over there. Like, we're Novichok full of stuff. Right. That's all Uh, we have left, by the way, because we ran out of bullets. (laughs) I mean, we dropped dumb bombs on people and now we got to use smart bombs because we don't have anything left. You won't let us buy, you know, so I don't know. I love I love the people of Ukraine, right? Like, I love I love what they're doing. I believe they want to they want to do this themselves and then they ain't going to want to be in the European Union. They're going to be like, we're Ukraine, bitch. We actually fought for our sovereignty. But I want to say I really hate in the media that every 15 minutes they have to put a crying refugee on the screen because that's not the war. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even Zelensky's like, we want to, we want to show how tough we are. So stop showing this, like these crying, of course they're crying, but Jeffrey, if you just got bombed out of your town and were running away because you lost your kids and your moms to a war, would you want some news media outlet sticking a microphone in your face while you're crying and saying, Hey, what happened? No. It's not, it's not helping the people of Ukraine. It's not helping the message of Ukraine. We need to, we need to stop it. It's, it's done by um, people that don't want to go into the war, but still want to report on it. Hey, go to the, go to the border and talk to refugees. No, go further in and talk to the soldiers. <laughs> right. It's been tough on me because I, I'm not watching the, the, news about ukraine because of that because right. every five minutes there's a crying refugee and i know they're crying but no story's going to be worse than that fucking pregnant lady that died crawling out of a building you know no mm-hmm. there's there's no story is going to be worse than 300 people dying in a theater mm-hmm. you know like i don't until, know like, until somebody uses chemical biological or nuclear weapons yeah you know, it's, it's it's one one tragedy after another, and the idea that they're not targeting citizens is bullshit. We all know it. Well, yeah, and it's weird that like uh, Estonia and Poland and Moldova, they have a certain approach. They want a very strong approach to Russia, but yet you know Germany and France, they're taking more of the passive approach you know and it's so the people that are threatened by russia are like we need to fix this now <laughs> and the other people are like yeah we'll sanction see how we're far if we're far enough away that it shouldn't bother yeah. us right right but i i just i want to see us go in there and just destroy everything like what's the red line going to look like if oh, they, they vladimir putin if he uses chemical weapons what happens what happens do we go in what do we do how do we address it so there is nowhere we can go. It, he's going to do what he does until he reaches out of Ukraine. And he knows if he stays in Ukraine, we're not going to do anything, you know? And, yeah, and that's the tough part is, is that this, this wait and see approach is definitely going to be something that mm-hmm. it's not going to be fun. And it's amazing that, you know, Putin ended or wow, that's a Freudian slip that Biden used his, the end of his speech 
to call for regime change and then said, no, that's not what I called for. Yeah, that's what we're calling for. <laughs> you know, like, the man can't stay in power. Okay, what what else what else right. call that? I mean, that's our history. That's America's history regime change. Mm-hmm. So you should be proud of it. You know, you can be okay with this oh, is man. the one time it's okay to say you're not causing the regime change, but you think it should happen. I think it should happen. I think Putin should be removed from power. Do I think he should be killed? No, I think he should be imprisoned and held accountable in the hate. Absolutely. You know? No, that'll yeah. never happen though. He'll, he'll, he'll uh, blow his brains out in a bunker before that happens. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like, I think we thought we thought Vladimir Putin was really, really smart because he was in control of a giant country we need to work with. I don't I don't I just think we said he was smart because he got to the position he got in. But I don't think he's as smart as I've never thought he knew as much about democracy as people like Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton. Like, I I think he has an outsider's perspective on democracy, but the moves he's making are based on autocratic decisions you know what i mean yep like he he doesn't understand a leader saying it's not about me it's about us he's like no it, me like in the end everybody is decadent everybody you know like we need our caviar here we'll never we'll never like strip them and isolate them because we want what they offer mm-hmm. that's his belief so well, and, and, and there were so many miscalculations on his part like for example he didn't you know on top of the sanctions like he didn't think that they would be as crippling as they are he also right. didn't think that um that private companies would you know do what they did either right no that's <laughs> what i'm saying he thought people were going to go over profits he didn't think shell was going to leave 15 billion dollars in the air and leave that you didn't think McDonald's was going to shut down all of their, all of their locations in Russia. In fact, he said, I'll seize your property if you leave. And McDonald's was like, fuck you. We'll take you to court in Russia. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One day when we're, uh, when you're ousted. Yeah. I just think he, he's in power till the war is over. And I think his end goal is to take Mariupol so he can get uh, a land bridge from Russia to the, to the sea and maybe to Crimea. I'm not quite sure, but I think he desperately wants Mariupol and he's bombing everything else until we give it to him. You know, public access America. It's always funny because like, especially because as you know, libertarians, we get a ton of shit even amongst other libertarians. I think political philosophy is a lot like religion and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying. The main, the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because, well, we've seen how that's gone. And you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way. You know, more dependence on connections with each other. You can always bring it back to what would one human do for another? What would a hundred do for a hundred? People looking out for people. Find Public Access America anywhere you find your favorite podcast every Sunday and Thursday. And join the chat on YouTube at Public Access America every Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Communities looking out for community. Public Access America. History in the making, making history in the making, in the making, in the making, in the making. In the making. I think he's looking at another connection to the Donbass. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He's trying strategically for certain land, but he's bombing far away to keep the army scattered because we have to defend 
I mean, they, not me. I don't. <laughs> like, right. they, they have to defend Kiev and you know the all these other western areas, as and so he they can't concentrate their forces. But man, Ukraine is like surrounding and defeating Russians all over the place. How many is it? Like forty thousand have deserted, died, or been injured. Like, like ten thousand. 10,000 deaths, 16,000. I want to say that 16,000 dead is where, where uh, they supposedly were at. Okay. <clears throat> and, but then there's the deserters and mm-hmm. they like, they've gotten, they've gotten like, here's the weird thing. Russia's not using secure communications. That's why they haven't taken down all the communication towers. I mean, that's how bad of an army they are. They're using cell phones and tanks to radio positions and transmissions. It's crazy, man. And Ukraine has picked up on all of that stuff. It's really wow. weird. It is weird. It's just such an unprepared army. Just It makes it's me so feel bizarre. really good. I mean, I don't want to say that and it's in a morbid way. Like Russia having a shitty army makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. No, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, that's really their power plays the fact that they've got a ton of chemical, biological, and nuclear weapons. That's it. Right. And but outside I, I, of that, gotta, you know, that's, that's their, their army can't handle clearly. No, they can't. No, the mercenaries can barely handle it. Right. And we got to remember that this, this version of this Ukraine is part two to Syria. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how many Syrians had to have run away from Syria because of Putin and his chemical weapons and him and all that shit. And they're still sitting there waiting to get into countries. And now we have Ukrainians building up. All of these people are displaced because of Putin because of one man, mm-hmm. you know, it's gross. I mean, I would just, I'm just wondering at what point bombers just take out the entire Kremlin, you know, (laughs) just just fly in there one day and just bomb the fuck out of it and leave, you know, that'll, that'll be a, that'll be a nuclear war and, and that'll be me uh, going out and and doing exactly what I said earlier, going out naked with a beer and a folding chair and a bratwurst on a stick and pointing (laughs) myself, pointing everything at the mushroom cloud. Somebody give me three days notice if aliens are about to come, a comet's about to hit, or if we're about to bomb Russia so that I can get over to Seattle and be with Jeffrey. Because if he's going to be barbecuing naked, waiting, eating hot dogs, I'm there. I'm there with you, buddy. What can I say? Chaos reigns supreme. Chaos reigns supreme. Let's see. Five. What? I'm back at the Dorito thing again. Doritos. I love it. Um, So there's five steps for forgiving somebody who isn't sorry. Sorry. Wait, let's say that again. Five, five ways to forgive somebody that isn't sorry. Wow. Why do I want to say sour? (laughs) How do you forgive somebody for not being sour? (laughs) Thank you. Expand your definition of forgiveness. You know what I mean? (laughs) How about that? It's uh, it's a gift. It's not a gift for them. It's a gift for you. It's a relief for you. How about that? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like I said, it's like you know, it's it's about me clearing my mental space. You know, just because you know, just because you forgive somebody, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to continue to subject yourself to them. That's right. Use take the time to use forgiveness to think about the the barriers. The I can't think of the word. The the borders. The you know. Boundaries? Where are you going to keep people? The bound. Thank you. I've been trying to think of that word for four hours. Boundaries. Think of the boundaries that you're going to put up with these people that have hurt you, so they can't hurt you again. Yep. And that that will help because if you make a plan 
you can forgive. You don't have to do it all right away. Forgiveness comes in its own time to, despite your want or need for it to happen. But creating a plan so you don't get hurt again, for me, allows me to forgive people more easily. Yep. Nice. I love it. That's my, that's, that's it. That's all I got, buddy. Nice. Well, I have more, more, there's five, there's five of them. I wasn't going to go through it all. We just summarized <laughs> pretty well, you know, so that's about it. Um, wow. Do you have any just the tips? I love this. Hey, mm. what's a two, four. You said music got you through life. And I wanted to ask you what the fuck is two, four is. Cause all I'm doing is four, four. And I want to know what a two, four is. Two, four. You're a drummer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want so a two, four, two, four, two, four is is basically uh you know so four four is is like a quarter note is one beat and there's four beats per measure. Two four is is still that a quarter note is one beat, but there's two beats per measure. Hmm. And so okay. uh, some some people call it. You know, it, 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 it there's a number of different. Uh, uh, there's a number of different ways that you can do it. Some people call it cut time. Some people call it march time. It's 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 because it's a one two one two one two one two. Nice. You know that's that's what it is. Okay. How's Uncle Tom? Um, he's doing all right. You know, it's yeah. still struggling. You know, um, but that's all there is. You know, it's it's going to be a long road for him. Okay. That that question has been on my mind for four weeks too. I do, every Saturday night I'm like, ask about Uncle Tom, and yeah. I always forget. Yeah, it's it's still going to be a long road for him, unfortunately. Um, okay. So, and and finally we'll wrap up on COVID, and we didn't ruin a whole episode by starting it with it. <laughs> Perfect. Just ruin the end. Just ruin the end. Um, yeah, I mean, cases are up in the UK. Cases are up in China. Do you think it's something we have to worry about here? there's always the potential but because it ran so rampant here um there you know the the original variants there's just not enough difference between you know the other variants like ba 1.1 and and ba2 that like we may see cases rise slightly but it's not going to be like an omicron level spike um and 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 most likely it's going to be people who are severely immunocompromised that that could get it not necessarily and most likely you know, once again the people who are unvaccinated um that still haven't gotten covid well the the unvaccinated still need to worry absolutely uh, the vaccines okay. are still highly effective and for most for most people for most people and i mean like now you've got they're they're looking at um doing a fourth shot for the older generation and and at this point like you know what they're what they've showed for the most part for like younger people is is that there was no additional benefit for... right it, there's a there's a top off you can only fill yourself with so much mm-hmm. so many antibodies right right and so even then you would be you would be better off having uh, a targeted booster like an omicron specific booster cool. which case there's the potential that we could see that by fall so you would at least have you would at least have that and if the next variant is based off of omicron or you know kind of like how delta was you know close uh-huh. enough to the original that the vaccines were still effective you know highly effective you know with the yeah. two dose regimen you know that might that might very well be a case, but it's you know you run into the realm of it's hard to predict where things head. Um, yeah, I I understood why cases were going up in China because they sheltered themselves from it. 
you know, so they didn't have any real resistance to it. But the UK confused me because they actually had pretty good vaccination and boost. Well, not really I think on we're booster doing, rates. Yeah. Now that I think about it, we're doing better on boosters than the UK. Yep. And, <sighs> and where and where Omicron, you know, was severely tamped down was because of boosters. Yeah. Um, and good so. Point. <clears throat> And so, I mean, realistically, it's like, you know, it would be nice to see an Omicron-specific booster, but I honestly think that more likely than not, we'll see something come closer to the fall. The pills. I think it'll be the oh, pills. The pills are already you know? out. You know, the pills are yeah, already but I available. Think, I think they'll customize those more for people because there's nope. such vaccine rhetoric going around. The pills, maybe the, they might customize the messaging, but not the pills themselves because the pills right, target right. the protease. They don't. Yeah, the, they do what they do. I'm just, yeah, they might tailor the message a little more mm-hmm. to the to the anti-vaxxers, which I think is really stupid, but whatever. Wow, from alien penises to boosters that people don't want. This is public access, America. Did you have any just the tips before we go? Make sure you take your alien penis booster. I like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this has been public access, America. Hey, Jeffrey, I can't, I don't know if I tell you enough how much I really appreciate you all over there. Oh, you do. You do tell me. And I appreciate that you tell me. I do. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Thank you to everybody else. We're going to go now and have some fun because it's fucking sunny in 76 here. It's going to be sunny in 65 here, so I'm stoked. Oh, I wish I had 65. All right. Love you. Love the, Love you, everybody listening. Bye. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all Stitcher, Smart Stitcher, Radio, Smart Radio, 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 Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.